third Nephi chapter 2. And it came to pass that thus passed away. The ninety and fifth year after, and the people began to forget those signs and wonders which they had heard, and began to be less and less astonished at a sign or a wonder from heaven, insomuch that they began to be hard to in their hearts and blind in their minds, and began to disbelieve all which they had heard and seen, imagining up some vain thing in their hearts, how it was wrought by men and by the power of the devil, to lead away and deceive the hearts of the people. And thus did Satan get possession of the hearts of the people again, insomuch that he did blind their eyes, and lead them away to believe that the doctrine of Christ was a foolish and a vain thing. And it came to pass that the people began to walk strong in wickedness and abominations, and they did not believe that there should be any more signs or wonders given, and Satan did go about, leading away the hearts of the people tempting them and causing them that they should do, do great wickedness in the land. And thus it passed away the 19th sixth year, and also the 19th seventh year, and also the 19th eighth year, and also the 19th ninth year, and also hundred years had passed away since the days of Messiah, who was king over the people of the Nephites. And six hundred and nine years had passed away since Lehi left Jerusalem, and nine years had passed away from the time when the sign was given, which was spoken of by the prophets, that Christ should come into the world. Now the Nephites began to recon their time from this period when the sign was given, or from the coming of Christ. Therefore, nine years had passed away, and Nephi, who was the father of Nephi, who had the charge of the records, did not return to the land of Zarahemla, and could no more be found in all the land. And it came to pass that the people did still remain, and wickedness notwithstanding the much preaching and prophesying which existed among them, and thus passed away the tenth year also. And the lemon year also passed away in iniquity. And it came to pass in the thirteenth year, there began to be wars and contentions throughout all the land. For the Vedantan robbers had become so numerous, and today slay so many of the people, and they laid waste to many cities, and it spread so much death and carnage throughout the land. And it came to pass became expedient that all the people, both the Nephites and the Lamanites, should take up arms against them. Therefore, all the Lamanites had, who had come, become converted unto the Lord, to unite with their brethren, the Nephites, and were compelled for the safety of their lives, and their women and their children, to take up arms against those Kijandan robbers, and also to maintain the rights and the privileges of the church and of their worship and their freedom and their liberty. And it came to pass that before this thirteenth year had passed away,
the Nephites were threatened and with utter destruction because of this war, which had become exceedingly sore. And it came to pass that those Lamanites who had united with the Nephites were numbered among the Nephites, and their curse was taken from them, and their skin became white like unto the Nephites, and their young men and their daughters became exceedingly fair, and they were numbered among the Nephites, and were called Nephites, and thus in the thirteenth year. And it came to pass in the commencement of the fourteenth year, the war between the robbers and the people of Nephi did continue and did become exceedingly sore. Nevertheless, the people of Nephi did gain some advantage of the robbers, and so much that he did drive them back out of their lands into the mountains and into their secret places. And thus in that fourteenth year and in the fifteenth year, they did come forth against the people of Nephi, and because of the wickedness of the people of Nephi, and their many contentions and dissensions, the gentle robbers had gained many advantages over them. And thus in the fifteenth year, and thus were the people in a state of many afflictions, and the sort of destructions did them over them, and so much that they were about to be smitten and done by it, and this because of their iniquity. And this chapter says about here that wickedness and abominations increase among the people. The Nephites and Lamanites unite to defend themselves against the gentle robbers. Converted Lamanites become white and are called Nephites. If you have more questions about this, you can log on to www.com. Come unto Christ.org. This is Sister Belmonte from the Philippines. Third Nephi chapter 3. And now it came to pass that in the sixteenth year, from the coming of Christ, Laconius, the governor of the land, received an epistle from the leader and the governor of this land, of robbers. And these were the words which were written, saying, Laconeus, most noble and chief governor of the land, behold, I write this epistle to, unto you, and do give unto you exceedingly great praise because of your firmness, and also the firmness of your people, in maintaining that which ye suppose to be your right in liberty. You do stand well. As if you were supported by the hand of a God in the defense of your liberty, in your property, in your countries, or that which ye do also. And submit by pity unto me, most noble Laconeus, that ye should be so foolish and vain as to propose that ye can stand against so many brave men who are at my command, who do know at this time stand in their arms. And do await with great anxiety for the word. Go down upon the Nephites and destroy them. And I, knowing of their unconquerable spirit, having proved them in the field of battle, and knowing of their everlasting hatred towards you, because of the many wrongs which you have done unto them. Therefore, if they should come down against you, they would visit you with utter destruction. 
Therefore, I have written this epistle, sealing it with my own hand, feeling for your welfare. Because of your firmness in that which you believe to be right, in your noble spirit in the field of battle. Therefore, I written to you, desiring that you would yield upon to this my people, your cities, your lands, and your possessions, rather than that they should visit you with their sword, and that destruction should come upon you. Or in other words, yield yourselves upon to us, and unite with us, and become acquainted with our secret works, and become our brethren that you may be likened to us, not our slaves, but our brethren and partners of all our substance. And behold, let's run to you if you do this, if you will do this with an oath, you shall not be destroyed. But if you will not do this, I swear unto you with an oath that on the morrow month I will command that my armies should come down against you. And they shall not stay their hand and shall spare not, but shall slay you. And their, let the sword, let fall the sword upon you even until you shall become extinct. And behold, I am Gajani, and I am the governor of this, the secret society of Gajanton, which society and the works thereof I know to be good. And they are of the ancient date, and they have been handed on unto us. And I write this epistle unto Ilaconeus, and I hope that you will deliver up your lands in your possessions, without the shedding of blood, and that in this may people may recover the rights and governments who have descended away from you because of your wickedness, and retaining them from them their rights to government. And except you do this, I will exchange the wrongs. I am Gijani. And I came to pass in Laconeus to save this epistle. He was exceedingly astonished because of the boldness of Gijani and money in the possession of the land of the Nephites, and also of threatening the people and avenging the wrong of those that had received no wrong. Save it where they had drunk themselves by descending away unto those wicked and abominable robbers. Now behold, this Laconeus, the governor, was a just man and could not be frightened by the demands and the threatenings of a robber. Therefore, he did not hearken to the epistle of Gijani, the governor of the robbers. For it did cause that his people should cry unto the Lord for strength against the time, that the robbers should come down against them. Here is then a proclamation among all the people that they should gather themselves together, gather together their women, their children, their flocks and their herds, and all their substance, save it for their land, unto one place. And it caused that fortification should be built around about them, and the strength thereof should be exceedingly great. And they caused that armies, both of the Nephites and of the Lamanites, or of all them who were numbered among the Nephites, should be placed as guards round about to watch them, and to guard them that from the robbers 
day and night. Praise unto them, as the Lord liveth, except you repent of all your iniquities, and cry unto the Lord, you will in no wise be delivered out of the hands of those gentle robbers. And so great and marvelous were the words and prophecies of the Cuneus. For they did cause fear to come upon all the people, and they did exert themselves in their might to do according to the words of the Cuneus. And it came to pass that the Cuneus did appoint chief captains over all the armies of the Nephites to command them at the time that the robbers should come down out of the wilderness against them. Now the chiefest among all the chief captains and the great commander of all the armies of the Nephites were appointed, and his name was Gidgidoni. Now it was the costume among all the Nephites to appoint for their chief captains. Say so it were in their times of wickedness, someone that had the spirit of revelation and also prophecy therefore. This Gidgidoni was a great prophet among them, as also was the chief judge. Now the people did said unto unto Gidgidoni, Pray unto the Lord and let us go up upon the mountains and into the wilderness that we may fall upon the robbers and destroy them in their own lands. But Gidgidoni said unto them, The Lord forbid, for if we should go up against them, the Lord would deliver us into their hands. Therefore we will prepare ourselves in the center of our lands, and we will gather all our armies together, and we will not go against them, but we will wait till they shall come against us. Therefore, as the Lord liveth, if we do this, he will deliver them into our hands. And it came to pass in the seventh year, seventeenth year, in the latter end of the year, the proclamation of the Laconeus had gone forth throughout all the face of the land, and they had <coughs> taken their horses and their chariots and their cattle, and all their flocks and all their herds, and their grain and all their substance, and did march forth by thousands or by tens of thousands, until they had all gone forth to the place, had all gone forth to the place which had been appointed that they should gather themselves together to defend themselves against their enemies. And the land which was appointed was the land of Sarayamla, and the land which was between the land of Sarayamla and the land bountiful, yeah, to the line which was between the land bountiful and the land desolation. And there were a great many thousand people who were called Nephites, who did gather themselves together in this land now. Laconeos did cause that they should gather themselves together in the land southward because of the great curse which was upon the land northward. And they did fortify themselves against our enemies. And they did dwell in one land, in one body, 
and they did hear the words which had been spoken by Wilaponeios, and so much that they did repent of all their sins, and they did put all their prayers unto the Lord, Lord God, that He would deliver them in the time that their enemies should come down against them to battle. And they were exceedingly sorrowful because of their enemies. And Gidgidone did cause that they should make weapons of war of every kind. And they should be strong with armor and with shields. And with black horse of the mother of his instruction. Third Nephi chapter 4. And it came to pass that in the latter end of the 18th year of those armies of robbers had preserved, has prepared for battle and began to come down into Salifor from the hills and out of the mountains in the wilderness and their strongholds and their secret places and began to take possession of the lands both which were in the land south and which were in the land north and began to take possession of all the lands which had been deserted by the Nephites and the cities which had been left desolate but behold there were no wild beasts nor game in those lands which had been deserted by the Nephites and there was no gain for the robbers, save it were in the wilderness. And the robbers could not exist, save it were in the wilderness. For the one of food for the Nephites had left their lands desolate, and had gathered their flocks and their herds, and all their substance, and they were no in one body. Therefore, there was no chance for the robbers to plunder and to obtain food. Save it were to come up in open battle against the Nephites, and the Nephites being in our body, in one body, and having no so great a number, and having reserved for themselves provisions and horses and cattle and flocks of every kind, that they might subsist for the space of seven years, and the which time they did to hope to in. Uh, to destroy the robbers come off the face of the land and thus the eighteenth year did pass away and it came to pass that in the nineteenth year Gijani found that it was expedient that he should go up to battle against the Nephites, for there was no way that they could subsist save it were to plunder and rob and murder and they durst not spread themselves upon the face of the land in so much that they could graze grain, lest the Nephites should come upon them and slay them. Therefore, Gijani gave commandment unto these armies that in this year they should go up to battle against the Nephites. And it came to pass that they did come up to battle, and it was in the sixth month. And behold, great and terrible was the day. And they did come up to battle, and they were girded about after the manner of robbers, and they had a lamp skin about their loins, 
and they were dried in blood, and their heads were sworn, and they had had plates upon them. And great and terrible was the appearance of the armies of Gideon, because of their armor, and because of their being dyed and blood. And it came to pass that the armies of the Nephites, when they saw the appearance of the army of Gideon, had all fathers to this earth, and they left their cries to the Lord their God, that he would spare them and deliver them out of the hands of their enemies. And it came to pass that when the armies of Gideon saw this, they began to shout with a loud voice, because of their joy, for they had supposed that the Nephites had fallen with fear because of the terror of their armies. For in this thing they were disappointed, for the Nephites did not fear them. For they did fear their God and did supplicate him for protection. Therefore, when the armies of Gijani did rush upon them, they were prepared to meet them, and the strength of the Lord they did receive them. And the battle commenced in just the sixth month, and great and terrible was the battle of yeah. Great and terrible was the slaughter of in so much that there never was known so great as laughter among all the people of the high since uh, he left Jerusalem. And notwithstanding the threatenings of the outswitch Kijanian made, the old and if I sit with them and so much that they did fall back from before them. And it came to pass that Gidgidoni commanded that his army should pursue them as far as the borders of this of the wilderness, and that they should not spare any that should fall into their hands by the way. And thus they did pursue them and display them to the borders of the wilderness, even until they had fulfilled the commandment of Gidgidoni. And it came to pass that Gidgidoni, while stood and fought with boldness, was pursued as he fled. And being weary, because of his much fighting, he was overtaken in this lane. And thus was the end of Gijani the robber. And it came to pass that the armies of the Nevites did return again to their place of security. And it came to pass that this midnightieth year did pass away. And the robbers did not come again to battle. Neither did they come again in the twentieth year. In the twentieth and fifth year. They did not come up the battle, but they did come up on all sides to lay her sides round about the people of Nephi. For they did suppose that if they should cut off the people of Nephi from their lands and should tame them in on every side, and if they should cut them off from all outward privileges, or they could cause them to heal themselves up according to their wishes. Now they had appointed unto themselves another leader, whose name was Simnaleha. Therefore it was Simnaleha that 
the course that this sage should take place. But behold, this was an advantage to the Nephites, for it was impossible for the robbers to lay aside sufficiently long so to have any effect upon the Nephites because of their much provisions which they had laid up in store. And because of the scantiness of uh, provisions among the robbers, for behold, they had nothing save it were met for their subsistence, which meant they did obtain in the wilderness. And it came to pass that the wild game became scarce in the wilderness, insomuch that the robbers were about to perish with hunger. And the Nephites were continually marching up by day and by night, and falling upon their armies, and cutting them off by thousands and by ten tens of thousands. And thus it became the desire of the people of Simnarahea. Simnarahea to withdraw from their design because of the great destruction which came upon them by night and by day. And it came to pass that Simnarahea did give command unto these people that they should withdraw themselves from the sage and march into the farthermost parts of the land northward. And now Gidgidoni being aware of their design, and knowing of their weakness because of the want of food, and the great slaughter which had been made among them. Therefore he did send out his armies in the night time, and did cut off the sway of their threat, and did place his armies in the way of their threat. And this they did do in the night time, and got on their march beyond the robbers, so that on the morrow, when the robbers began their march, they were met by the armies of the Nephites, both in their front and in the rear. And the robbers who were on the south were also cut off in their places of the dread. And all these things were done by command of Gidgidoni. And there were many thousands who did yield themselves of prisoners up unto the Nephites, and the remainder of them were slain. And their leader Simnareha was taken hung upon a tree, so even upon the top rope until he was dead. And when they had hung him until he was dead, they did fill the tree to the earth, and did cry with a loud voice, saying, May the Lord preserve his people in righteousness and in holiness of heart, and that they may cause to be filled to the earth all who shall seek to slay them. Because of the power and secret combinations, even as this man had been filled to the earth, and they rejoiced and cried again with one voice, saying, May the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob protect these people in righteousness, so long as they shall call on the name of their God for protection. And it came to pass that they did break for all as one, in singing and praising their God for the great thing which he had done for them.
and preserving them from falling into the hands of their enemies. Yeah, they did cry, Hosanna to the Most High God. And they did cry, Blessed be the name of the Lord God Almighty, the Most High God. And their secrets were swollen with joy, unto the gushing out of many tears, because of the great goodness of God in delivering them out of the hands of their enemies. And they knew it was because of their repentance and their humility that they had been delivered from an everlasting destruction. And this chapter it says about here that the Nephi armies defeat the Gajandan robbers. Gijan is slain and his successor, Semnareha is hanged. The Nephi praise the Lord for their victories. If you have more questions about this, you can log on to www.commentoclice.org. This is Sir Bill Monte from the Philippines. 35 chapter 5 And now behold, there was not a living soul among all the people of the Nephites who did stop in the least the words of all the holy prophets who had spoken. For they knew that it must needs be that they must be fulfilled. And I knew that it must be expedient that Christ had come because of the many signs which had been given according to the words of the prophets and because of the things which had come to pass already. They knew that it must needs be that all things should come to pass according to the which had been spoken. Therefore they did forsake all their sins and their abominations and their wardhams, and did serve God in all diligence day and night. And now it came to pass that when they had taken all the robbers prisoners, insomuch that none did escape who were not slain, they did cast their prisoners into prison and did cause the word of God to be preached to them. And as many as would repent of their sins and enter into a covenant that they would murder no more and were set at liberty. For as many as there were who did not enter into a covenant and who did still continue to do secret murders in their hearts, yeah, as many as were found brethren or threatenings against their brethren were condemned and punished according to the law. And thus they did put an end to all those wicked and secret and abominable combinations in the which there was so much wickedness and so many murders committed. And thus at the twenty and second year passed away, and the twenty and third year also, and the twenty and fourth and the twenty and fifth, and thus at twenty and five years passed away. And there had many things transpired which in the eyes of some would be great and marvelous. Nevertheless, taking it all be written in this book, yeah, this book cannot contain even an hundred part of what was done among so many people in the space of twenty and five years. But behold, there are records which do contain all the proceedings of these people and a short time but true account was given by Nephi 
Therefore, I have made my record of these things according to the record of Nephi, which was engraven on the plates, which was called the plates of Nephi. And behold, I do make the record of plates, which I have made with my own hands. And behold, I am called Mormon, being called after the land of Mormon, the land in which Alma established the church among the people. Yeah. The first church which was established among them after their transgression. Behold, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I have been called of him to declare his word among his people that I might have everlasting life. And it had become expedient that I, according to the will of God, for the prayers of those who have gone toward the holy uh, ones should be fulfilled according to their faith, should make a record of these things which have been done. Yeah, a small record of that which had taken place from the time that they had left Jerusalem, even down until the present time. Therefore, I do make my record from the accounts which have been given by those who were before me until the commencement of my day. And then I do make a record of the things which I have seen with my own eyes. And I know the record which I make to the readers and to record. Nevertheless, there are many things which according to our language we are not able to write. And now I make another my saying, which is of myself, and proceed to give me account on the things which have been before me. I am Mormon and not pure descendable. I have reason to bless my God and my Savior Jesus Christ that He brought our fathers out of the land of Jerusalem. And no one knew it, saved it for Himself. And those whom he brought out of that land, and that he had given me and my people so much knowledge unto the salvation of my our souls. Surely at last the house of Jacob had been merciful unto the seed of Joseph, and inasmuch as the children of Lehi have kept his commandments, he had blessed them and prospered them according to his word. Yeah, and this surely. Shall he again bring a remnant of the seed of Joseph to the knowledge of the Lord our God, and assure us the Lord liveth, while he gathered from the four quarters of the earth all the remnant of the seed of Jacob who were scattered abroad upon all the face of the earth, and as he had covenanted with all the house of Jacob, even so shall the covenant wherewith he had covenanted with the house of Jacob. He be fulfilled in his own due time unto the restoring all the house of Jacob unto the knowledge of the covenant which he had covenanted with them and then shall they knew they know the Redeemer who is Jesus Christ the Son of God and then shall they be gathered in from the four quarters of the earth unto their own lands from whence they have been dispersed yes the lord david so he shall be in me amen and this shower says here that the nephites repent and forsake their sins 
Mormon writes the history of the feast people and declares the everlasting word to them. Israel shall be gathered uh, in from her long dispersion. If you have any more questions about this, you can log on to www.comantochrist.org. This is Sister Del Monte from the Philippines.